Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I'm the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. You have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast, where we welcome guests from all over the world, and they get coached live and in person right on the show. Today, my guest is Denise Beers Kipper. Denise, welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Tim. It's great to be here. So where are you in the world? I'm actually in South Carolina, in the upstate of South Carolina, in a small town called Spartanburg. A small town called what? Say that again. Spartanburg. Spartanburg. I was in South Carolina a few months ago in a place called Polly's Island. Oh, yeah. It's lovely. It's really lovely. Beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. Such a cute place. It really is. So I've been here for three years. I moved here from Metro Detroit. So it was a big dynamic shift for me. And what Um, made you move? Um, I came for uh, my corporate job that I left to do this. And um, really what drove me is I've always loved South Carolina and I'm a sun girl. I need to see the sun every day. It's like, even if it rains, the sun comes out. It's wonderful. I get that. I, I can relate yeah. to that. Every day yeah. I write, every day I write a list of things that I'm grateful for. And every day on that list is the word sunshine every single day. I believe it. I, when day. I lived in Detroit, right? Like Metro Detroit is gray so long. And um, I kind of forgot about it. And then when I go back to visit, I remember why I don't live there anymore, because the grayness is just depressing. I need sunshine. Depressing. (laughs) So you left your corporate job. What were you doing? So I've been a C-suite corporate HR leader strategist for the last 20 plus years. Um, I've always been um, a generalist and um, in a leadership role, the predominant amount of my career um, focused on um, the higher level kind of artful work of people leadership. So um, engagement, uh, the way people work together, organizational design, talent acquisition, and uh, of course, coaching um, leaders and emerging talent and So it's always been something that's been a part of what I've done and um, a big passion of mine. Actually, I kind of found my sweet spot. It found me, honestly. I was never meant to, in my mind, do this work at all, but it found me and I stayed. Um, And so when the opportunity presented itself for me to make this leap, I decided it was time to try it. And here I am. Okay. So you are in South Carolina and you basically run a coaching company. Yes. And you've been doing that for the past three years. Um, no, I actually came here for a corporate role and, um, before, yeah. So before that I've, um, did this as a side gig. So, Oh, so um, you've been doing it for a while. I have. Yeah. So, um, I did it part-time, um, because it kind of just kept coming to me and eventually somebody said, Oh, can I pay you for that? And so I don't know, like I just do this for fun on my off time because I love helping people. And my girlfriend um, shook me and said, you're crazy. If people want to pay you, let them pay you. Um, and I started then building out a little, you know, kind of side gig practice that I've had um, for quite some time, um, predominantly originally with like 
leaders who used to work with me and then maybe went to other organizations um, and wanted to stay connected as um, me with their uh, being their thought partner and helping them, um, you know, kind of navigate different waters or, you know, uh, being an advisor on people related elements of, of what they were doing. And so when I came here, I was doing a corporate role, um, working in hospitality and real estate development. Um, and COVID was, of course, uh, greatly impactful to that. And so um, as a result of that, I decided it was time to make a change. And uh, I decided it was time to try this thing full time. And so I've been doing it full time since uh, November. Since November. Okay, great. So yes. how's it going? It's good, actually. It's good. I mean, it's a journey, uh, as people would tell you, right? Um, and I'm sure you experienced as well. I think, um, you know, some surprises for sure along the way, um, learning uh, to be uh, uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, right? And, and people have said that to me, like, before I even jumped into it. Um, and I can remember telling people that, right? As a, a coach professionally. Um, but it's it's definitely like... Um, there are moments where I hear myself and I think, yeah, like you told people that and now you're living it, my friend. Um, and so, uh, you know, I do some HR consulting work still. So I have some HR related um, strategy projects, but predominantly I'm doing coaching and um, being accustomed to constantly building a pipeline and yeah. um, that outreach that's necessary and getting comfortable with like the uh, social media element, which um, has probably been way harder than I anticipated. Actually, I didn't so, think that that would be so hard. So, so let's jump in. Is that your greatest challenge? Like when you look at, you're on a coaching podcast and we're going to provide you with some coaching, right? So yeah. what, what is your greatest challenge? So I think um, I have two great challenges. So one would be just that, um, getting comfortable recording and being seen, right? Um, I'm really comfortable speaking publicly, but it's it's kind of different recording yourself and then saying, yeah, that looks good enough to put out to the world. Um, and so I've, I've gotten better at accepting less than absolutely perfect and saying like, that's real and it's authentic and that's valuable. Um, and also just the cadence of it, right? It seems it's like, feels like it's an overwhelming, sometimes full-time job just to think about how I can navigate all the different elements of that. Um, and then tied to that um, is the fact that in a lot of my career, I had an executive admin by my side and um, I'm using my strengths doing this coaching work. Um, my strengths are not in the administrative space. I yeah. um, am a juggler and so I'm always like plate spinning. And um, so that's been a really steep learning curve for me and just finding the ways to keep myself um, not so much on task, but um, ordered and organized. And I came from, I'm not a real structured kind of person, but you know, coming from corporate, there was still a structure in place in some right. way. Yeah. And so um, just being in an environment now where I create the structure, which sounds yeah. wonderful, um, but but um, you know, it's there a are little moments, abstract, isn't it? It's it is, it is, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. So, so I think those so, are my two big ones. Yeah, so it's interesting to me, like what you're describing is a bit of a reflection of like you have an idea of how things are supposed to go. So you're doing them that way. And perhaps I can yeah. challenge that a little bit with your permission. Um, I love it. Let's do yeah. it. So, so, I mean, for me, 
and I, and I'll share with you my experience starting a coaching business and I've been doing this for 18 years full time. And so I remember when I decided to start a coaching business, I at the time hired someone right off the bat. And the reason I hired someone off the bat is because not only to get the support I was looking for, but to get the structure. So the minute I hired someone was the minute I was really actually in business. And so, you know, you're a solo a solopreneur. Um, and in your mind, you're like, well, I can't hire anyone. It's kind of expensive. I can't really afford that. And I would suggest to you that that's not accurate because the value of your time isn't, doesn't make sense for you to spend on these administrative rules. And so are there people out there in the VA world that can help you hundred percent? Are they affordable? Absolutely. There are people all over the world who can help you executively with those admin tasks. And I encourage you to tap into them. And the reason why is because now you're having conversations about what needs to be done. Now you have a list of things that you're looking to get done. And now you have someone to work with on those things. And so you're checking off a lot more things off your list. You are, um, you are showing up in an accountable manner because now you have to give someone some direction. And so it gives you structure and I encourage you not to go it alone. You won't succeed alone um, because it's, it's a tough road and you're not leveraging your strengths when you're taking on all those tasks on your own. So, you know, I encourage you, there could be, you know, co-op students that are willing to work for free. There are people all over the world in the virtual assistant world that work at a fraction of American rates. Um, There are all kinds of, you know, maybe moms who are looking for uh, jobs that are, you know, no, they just are dying for something to do a few hours every day, but that gives you a little bit of a break and that gives you someone to talk to and bounce things off of, but mostly it gives you structure. Yeah, it's great advice. And I just actually said out loud to someone last week that I thought that I might be at that place where I just really need to think about finding either a virtual assistant or maybe there's, you know, a college intern, somebody who would want to jump in and have the experience alongside, but that also would, you know, kind of help me do those things that are not the highest and best use of my time. Exactly. And it's funny because in your mind, you're like, I think I'm at the place where I think I'm ready for it, but I would encourage you to look at it the other way around, which is um, once you hire someone, you accelerate, right? So it's not like you're ready for it. It's the other way around. If that makes any sense. Once you, once you put yourself in the shoes of, okay, I I'm hiring someone, I'm in a business. I have people who work for me your mindset changes and suddenly you're further ahead in, in the way that you orchestrate and think about what you do. And so I would encourage you to kind of just kind of take a, take the leap, take a jump, do that. I love that. I love that. That's it's it's a smart, great coaching. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really, um, it's funny because I just literally have been thinking so much about this and um, your suggestion of like maybe a student, I think is a, a good place for me to start just because there are a lot of um, students in school that do HR, human capital related majors and can't get any experience. And so um, this would be a way to you know maybe give somebody some opportunity. So right. I, I love it. I'm doing it. I wrote it down. When I write it, it down, it means it. It could be a win-win. <laughs> and And the thing for you is like, even before you hire someone, just think, what are all the things that I would love to offload? And now suddenly you're thinking at a higher level. 
You're not thinking like a doer. You're thinking you're working on your business instead of in your business. And now you're a business owner. Mm -hmm. Right. So a a lot of coaches, a lot of coaches think of themselves as I own a business. I own a coaching practice. I never did. I never thought of it that way. Why? Because I'm not practicing coaching. I'm in the business of coaching. I'm not practicing anything. Right. So I, I encourage you to think like a business owner as opposed to a coach. Love that. That is absolutely great advice. And it's a tiny like um, modification in mindset, but it I can see exactly what you're saying. I mean, yeah. that whole concept of um, really like owning it in a way that you have somebody else that is engaged in it, it, it does change the dynamic. I miss that totally. part yeah. for sure. And yeah. then you also mentioned that uh, you wanted to get com- comfortable being on screen and recording yourself and doing all the little kind of video bits. And so like, I have two reactions to that reaction. Number one is, is it necessary? But if it is right, is it necessary? It might not be necessary. And so when we think about what's the purpose, what's the goal, we think, well, it's increased exposure, lead generation. And I don't know, perhaps there are better ways, right? It's a question. It's a question. Uh, And if I look at my own business, you know, I'm out there, I'm on a lot of podcasts, I'm on a lot of videos, I do a lot of that stuff. But what generates business, like really generates leads, it's not that stuff. Yeah. You know, so what generates business, uh, we get a ton of referrals, that generates a lot more business, what generates business is speaking engagements, which are, you know, more privately focused, it's not social media, we do the social media because um, because we need a presence. Yeah. Right. But it's not, it's not the, um, it's not the be all and end all by any stretch of the imagination. So the first question I would say is, is that the best use of your time? And if it's not, if that's not the thing that's driving revenue or driving lead gen, Mm -hmm. take the time you're allocating to video production and put it in the lead in the, in the areas that really drive an ROI. So that's one idea. But the other idea is if you're committed to social media and if you're like, no, I got to do it. Everybody's doing it. I got to do it too. That, and you say, well, I'm kind of uncomfortable just like, you know, having a video camera in front of me, I encourage you to try different modalities. So I used to be super uncomfortable in front of a video camera too, until I realized I'm really comfortable in conversation. So if somebody asks me questions, I can answer them all day and all night. I don't need yeah. any preparation. I don't need any thought. I don't need, I just need a little makeup. That's it. Right. Yeah. I'm the same uh, way. Right. Yeah. So, so change your modality instead of thinking that you need to talk into a camera, talk to someone else while you're capturing yourself. You're probably saying something smart in there. I like it. Right. The other like thing it. is, the other thing is like, I do a podcast. I do a podcast because I love meeting people. It's super interesting. I get to practice coaching, not practice coaching. I get to demonstrate coaching. That's the right term. Yeah. Uh, I get to demonstrate coaching (laughs) and I get to, I get to expose what we do in the world. Right. And so this is my kind of place where I get to share with the world what I'm up to and it's easy for me, right? It's a no brainer. It's just so easy. And again, we're capturing video. And so do the things that come more easily to you. Good suggestion. I've thought about a podcast quite a bit, and I think that might be um, a more 
practical and comfortable kind of space for me um, because the conversation element is really easy and it feels natural. Like I just always want it to feel authentic yeah. when I'm doing something like that. So, so yeah. the, the, the kind of the wrap up of all this is whenever you feel like a sense of discomfort, like, Oh, this doesn't feel so well, ask yourself, what do I believe to be true about this thing that's causing me to feel uncomfortable? And oftentimes you'll find that you, we, as humans, we squeeze ourselves into believing it has to look a certain way. Yeah. It has to be like this. And so, so the question true. is, does it have to be this way? Can I do it a different way? Can I play it out differently? Can I add something else? Can I come at it from a different angle to, to make it easier and more sustainable for me? I love that. I absolutely love just reframing it. Right. Um, uh, one of the um, people I've worked with around kind of honing more of my coaching and in the process of getting my ICF certification um, uses this term of like um, putting something in a new container. And it's kind of like what you're talking about. It makes so much sense, right? Like just yeah. instead of like keeping it in this one little box. Well, yeah, it's because we get stuck thinking, well, you know, this is this is the lane. This is the narrow lane I have to play in. And I always yeah. say, well, is it? Maybe there are other lanes. Maybe it ha- can look differently. Maybe you don't have to roll a bowling de- ball down the lane. Maybe you can roll a wheel down the lane. <laughs> you know, something like that. So, yeah. you know, right? yeah. does it have to be exactly the way every other person in the world is doing it? Can you do it differently? Yeah, for sure. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And I, I see the predominant amount of my business coming from um, referral-based um, kind of places. And so you know, putting more energy into my existing network that's solid, um, probably, you know, and maybe by doing some of this kind of work, it may be just reframing it like that makes it more palatable for me, but also more practical. Exactly. Yeah. And when you do, when you do podcasts and things like that, you're getting sound bites as well that you can use. So, you know, it's, it's very easy to get onto the podcast circuit as a guest. I think I've been on probably over 500 podcasts at this point in my life. So like all those things are easy to execute, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Just takes intent. Yes, exactly. So, you know, at the end of the day for you, it's like, what are my strengths? Let's leverage those. And Mm -hmm. I don't have to force myself to do something that, you know, isn't, isn't what I want to be spending my time on. Yeah. I um, use strengths very heavily in my coaching, um, especially when I'm working with emerging talent. Um, and I'm a huge believer in it. You know, it's a drain and I feel it for myself right now, you know, because yeah. I am spending too much time in the space that's just way down on my strength zone that I just like, oh, it's exhausting. Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Denise, I good hope stuff. you got something good. I did. I got lots of something. I even made notes, even though I could go back and watch it. Like, I, this is go. great. Thank you, Kim. This is wonderful. Thank you for being on my podcast. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, for those of you who are listening, if you have a challenge that you want to discuss on the podcast or privately, please reach out to me. I'd be a- delighted to talk with you. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And If there is a young professional in your world who could use some coaching, please, please, please point them in the direction of the journal that talks back where we coach young professionals uh, through the journaling process. 
So we'd love to see you there. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. In the meantime, have a great week. We will see you next week. Bye.